When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Collector's Club with Bryce, Michael, and Ivy. I know a story of high strangeness or two. All right, everybody, it's time to talk about the most important news story to happen this weekend. That's right. The Kansas City Chiefs, led <laughs> by Patrick Mahomes, win oh. the Super Bowl against Woo. the Eagles, the Philadelphia what Eagles. What mm-hmm. oh, a game. Boy, oh, boy. You know, a lot of people said it was a controversial ending, an exciting game, and then but I, and then it ended with a whimper. But I, I'd like to say <laughs> that just like the king who knelt, Taron Stark, that's right, Patrick Mahomes took a knee and united oh, a kingdom and led it. to glory for generations to come. Okay, everybody. I kept thinking about like how, how that ended and like it, it just stayed with me. How like they chose not to like go into the end zone for the touchdown. Oh, how wow. the Eagles chose to like let them go in. It was like fucking chess at the end. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I, I just loved it. And man, it was such a fucking great Super Bowl. I loved how the Eagles just went for it on every fourth down. I remember as a kid saying, you only have a yard. Fucking go for it. What are you doing? <laughs> and they never did. They never did. But yesterday they did. Oh, great game. Great it was a really, game. He chose the Jedi path. He chose not to fight at the end. You know what I mean? Yes. And in so yes. he defeated an evil empire. Oh, gosh. Great. <laughs> wow. Great. I, I don't know a whole lot about football, but I got to say that Rihanna halftime show was pretty awesome. Wasn't that fantastic? <laughs> what yeah. were oh they doing? God. Serving up our queen on a silver platter <laughs> halfway to the oh. sky for these UAPs to just swoop down and take her from us. There's the I segue. was so <laughs> impressed. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking uh, of UAPs, how about that? Speaking of, what, what the fuck are we doing on this special assignment episode here, boys? Yeah, why Guys, are we here? Welcome to a BCC emergency news report. That's right. Yes. We have an emergency episode here. It's your ho- <laughs> Welcome back to Bigfoot Collectors Club. It's your host, Michael McMillan. With me in this emergency situation room is your other host, Bryce Johnson, and our super producer. Riley Bray. Listen, I have never been inundated with more DMs from our listeners <laughs> and, and or texts from, I'm going to say it, Hollywood celebrities I know asking me what the oh, fuck that's great. That's is great. going on. That's good. You finally wow. have you something to offer. <laughs> yes. I am now officially ufologist to the stars. Rachel Bloom, Maria Thayer, they're texting me going, is it Jen Kirkman? Are these aliens? What's going on? Oh, uh, I love that. Of course, Jen, godmother of the podcast, is like, the sad, she texted me, the sad thing about all this stuff is, you know, it's not aliens. It's just some government BS and it's, mm-hmm. it's just a big bummer. But, Hundo um, P. 
we thought because uh, we we needed to hop out of the time stream and talk about these UFOs that were shot down over the weekend because we've already got the next couple of weeks lined up for you guys. So if we were to wait a while, it would be it would be a minute before you guys heard us. Uh, yeah, yeah, there'd be, there'd be three or four topic. more balloons come down. <laughs> yeah, so we want yeah. to get in many. while we can. <laughs> so a lot of people have been asking what the fuck's going on. Uh, we've been looking into it, and I think what we should do, unless you boys want to uh, have have a better idea, I think we should just recap kind of walk through the timeline of what's been going on this weekend Mm -hmm. then let's talk about what the official government word was coming out today and there's some conflicting reports and then let's maybe discuss some of the conspiracy theories around it and then what we think this might all be in in this current state that sounds perfect All right, and we're going to try to do this fairly quickly. We're shooting a lot from the hip here. This is a, uh, you know, we're in the situation room. That's how we do here at the BCC. We're still still lounging. You know, the situation room is just three armchairs. You know what I mean? Um, But basically, so we have now, the U.S. has has shot four objects out of the sky in the past. Now, as you're hearing this, 11 days. Mm -hmm, Um, This, -hmm. of course, all started on February 2nd when that, quote-unquote, Chinese spy balloon was shot down. And then outside uh, North Carolina, off the, or excuse me, South Carolina coast. And then on February 10th, there was an object that was down off the northern coast of Alaska. Yeah. And then an Mm -hmm. object was shot down the next day over Canada's Yukon Territory. And then finally on February 12th, an object was shot down over Lake Huron that was originally spotted, I believe, flying over. Montana. Yep. Mm. Um, mm. So a lot of people, of course, are like in the news. It's coming out as UFOs or UAPs because the first <laughs> balloon, the first object was was said to be a Chinese balloon. The Chinese government has said yes, it was a balloon, and it was from us. There's pretty clear photo to show that it's a man-made, you know, man-made balloon. Mm-hmm. the The discussion and debate around that, of course, is. Was it spying on us or was it a weather balloon, as the Chinese government said, got, you know, blown off course? Um, But they basically the government is saying, no, we're taking a they got that that debris has been recovered and they're looking at it and they're like, "Eh, it looks like they're like spying on us with this stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, you know, they're saying that, you know, it's it's not a spy balloon. But what would you say if you had a spy balloon? I mean, you would say it's. Not a spy balloon. <laughs> it's not sort a of spy the balloon. point of a spy balloon. <laughs> yeah. Right. So right. you know, there's that. Yeah. And also that's not new. Like they're they're no. now it's coming out that there were like four balloons that happened during like the Trump administration time. Yes. And so it's like this is this is not a new phenomenon. This is a thing no. that's been happening. And here's a really interesting thing that I found out looking into these stories. So that balloon was at like 60,000 to 65,000 feet. These mm-hmm. other objects that they shot down over the weekend were much lower. They were in between 30,000 yeah. and 20,000, like more in commercial Much smaller airline. too, much, yeah. Well, some of them they said was like this were the sizes of small cars. Right, but so the, balloon okay. like a bu- the balloon was like a bus. They were right. definitely okay. smaller. Yeah. Okay, okay, got yeah. it. So what... It, the, let's address the first question. Why are suddenly these things appearing over the course of one weekend? One of the answers to this is that after that balloon was shot down in, on February 2nd, NORAD was like, let's adjust 
our sensors and yes. radars and just to see what else is floating out there that usually we write off. And mm. then what would you know? They start seeing all sorts of other objects that they're not normally paying attention to. And <laughs> right. yeah. that's what alerted the uh, the uh, the people in charge to start flying out and investigating these things and shooting them down. And I think that there were also there was also another Chinese balloon that I think was confirmed by the Chinese government over Costa Rica over the weekend mm. um, that they were like, whoops, sorry about that. And allegedly there's another one, I think, over the Middle East. Like they're starting to spot these. And then they went back. Chinese headline reads, oopsies are bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they went back. They went back and looked at all the data that they were like, oh, we actually did record all the data of all this other stuff. We just haven't really looked at it because we're usually looking for larger threats. And that's when I think they discovered like, oh, there have been other balloons floating around out there, but the previous administration just either didn't know about it or ignored it. Right. Um, it's also the uh, speed. Like they're, they were looking for things moving faster. Oh, that's like, so when they yeah. adjusted the filters on the radar, it's like they're looking out at smaller things and things moving slower. So that it's showing a lot more. Because, you know, you have to, like with radar, you have to filter out a lot of the data. You're going to see all kinds of stuff. You're going to see birds, you know, or whatever. So you have to, right. there's the filters. So they opened them up. And so you, they're seeing a lot more data, basically, and paying attention to it. Does NORAD just go to settings and then? <laughs> it's yeah. in your preferences. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. It's in no, the scroll preferences. Down. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Now open that. Now go to radar <laughs> settings. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Scrolling down, sir. Yes. And filters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I set think, speed to four. I don't <laughs> think you guys are too far off. I do think it's sort of, honestly, I think it's a little bit like they're like, okay, we put this data into like basically like junk mail. We'll check it later. You know mm. what I mean? Sure, and then they, I think sure. they do turn certain filters on and off. And then suddenly they're like, oh, what are these things? So right. I think everyone's just like a little worked up after sure. the February 2nd balloon. One so other the, thing to your timeline, yeah. Michael, though, that we skipped is that China has also said that yes. they've identified an yes. object. Yes. So do you know much about that? I don't really know a whole lot about that. This oh, that's one, news to me. Okay. Yeah. China has said that they saw a, an, they shot down an object on Sunday as well. They did. They mm. shot it down. I didn't hear that. And I, just I believe um, this okay. was one I was going to like get to. But they said Chinese officials. Okay, this is about the the weather first weather balloon. Yes, there's another one that came out on Sunday. The Chinese the Chinese government said that they they shot something down as well. Now let's not forget that we recently reported reported on a BCC news segment that the Russian government also said they shot something down on January third <laughs> of this year. Okay. Well, we can't that. all be shooting stuff down. <laughs> We're just shooting not necessarily stuff, <laughs> shooting stuff down. So the February 10th was a, I'm reading this from the Washington Post, was a high, quote unquote, high altitude object that was down over Alaska. Two F-22 Raptors took it down. Biden mm. was notified about that object. It was the first one since the first, since the original balloon. Uh, the day before he ordered the hit. Um, and this is all coming from National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. Now, look. Some of our listeners don't like it when we bring a politician's names on this podcast, but unfortunately, when we are covering UFOs and the government, there is some crossover here. <laughs> so I just want to say we're not trying to get political, but politicians are going to come up. Um, the Pentagon said that the object posed a threat to civilian air traffic because it operated at an altitude of 40,000 feet, unlike the balloon, which flew at 60,000 to 65,000. Um, so that one was shot down and it landed in freezing territorial waters. 
Uh, Kirby said that the military action was taken out of an abundance of caution and that the officials do not know where the object came from or why it was floating in U.S. airspace. So that's the first one. We don't still don't know what it is. It's down in cold waters. They're going to take some time to get it out, take a look at it. But oh, that's right. It's submerged. So that oh, one's submerged. Gotcha. Um, and I think is over. I think that one also. And the one on February 11th, part of the recovery problem is that there's been like cold winter weather way up north. Mm. And so it's, those it's, seals don't care. They'll get to it. Oh, they'll get it. They're they're going <laughs> after it. So the yeah. next day, this is when things I thought this is when I was like, hmm, a cylindrical object was shot mm-hmm. down over Canada. And this is the one that like the Canadian and U.S. government teamed up to take down and like the FBI and the mounted police are going to be investigating. Yeah, that's America's uh, hat. Yeah. yeah, we don't mess around. That's right. You can't have any UFOs falling down into the brim of America's hat. That's right. Uh, an AIM-9X Sinewinder missile was used to shoot down this cylindrical object following a discussion between Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and uh, Defense Minister Anita Anand from Canada. Um, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said on Saturday that he had spoken to Biden, ordered the takedown of the object, which violated Canadian airspace. This is one that they're going to collect. Don't know what it is. And I believe mm. this is the one that was the size of a car, small car. And the they observed it and they were like, it's not manned. There's no communications transmission coming out of this thing. Uh, so No obvious they, payload. No obvious payload. So they took it down. And I also think this is the one where the pilot was like, there was no obvious sign of propulsion, which mm-hmm, makes right. it sound very spaceshipy. You know what right, I mean? Right. We, but, the, the, ver- the verbiage is crisscrossing all over this yes, thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so it's very confusing and very, you know, if you've been listening to this show for five years, you're like, wait a minute, maybe this is, maybe this is a spaceship. Hmm. I, I'm going to just interject and say here, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we've talked about as being like your alien UFOs on this podcast could probably outmaneuver a Sidewinder missile, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I, I, these- I'll, I'll add to that interjection. I At no point at any time whatsoever when I was hearing about this stuff did I ever think – uh, what we on the here in the BCC would consider, or what Bryce would consider, <laughs> UFO. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it never crossed my mind, especially coming on the heels of of what we knew was a spy balloon, and then you get more of it. It just uh, so it, yeah. So that's so fun and funny to hear you say, Bryce, because I always feel like anytime we're talking about like the Pentagon reports of. <laughs> air junk and all this stuff and Chinese spy balloons, which I've always been like, it's probably China or Russia. You're like, no, there's no fucking way, man. Now that there's it's no happening. Way. Yeah. Now, I meanwhile, agree with meanwhile you. I was looking up in the air to sky today and I was like, I think I see a UFO. And I, I took a couple and I took a couple pictures on my phone. I was like, mm-hmm, that's a UFO, all right. <laughs> there were a bunch of seagulls flying around the like I'm talking like hundreds of seagulls flying around the Hollywood Hills today. And they looked, they all looked like tiny spherical UFOs dancing. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, they're here. <laughs> they're here. And I was like, oh, those are birds. 
You know, it's a missed opportunity, though, because truly what better start to an Alien Invasion movie than U.S. shoots down UFOs on Super Bowl Sunday? It's oh, just like, totally. It's too right? perfect. Yeah. It's too great. It's too great. Yeah. So then February 12th on Sunday, an object was tracked over... Um, was tracked and shot down over Lake Huron. This is one that started in Montana. Now, this one was allegedly uh, octagonal in shape. It had like Mm -hmm. strings dangling off of it. So sounds kind of like a drone or a balloon. They shot this one. It appeared in Montana. They tracked it across Wisconsin. Uh, F-15 fighters from Portland, Oregon, flew out to investigate the fighters fired at them, aim 9X Sidewinder missiles again, down the object Hell about yeah. 15 nautical miles north of the Upper Peninsula in Lake Huron. Now, this shit sank down, down deep into the lake, and it's going to be a minute before they fish it out and figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. So this is why, and also that also, part of it is on the Cana- over the Canadian border, and part of it is in the U.S., so we're also working with Canada in that one as well. So, well, and they do, have, they do have to be careful of where they down these objects, mm-hmm. too, if they're over populous areas and stuff. So that is, that is taken into consideration, That's I believe. That's why Biden waited on shooting down the first one because right. people were like why don't they take it down and it was like well we can't shoot it down and have a fucking like spy craft fall into somebody's house so they waited until it drifted over all the way over in and shot it down over uh north carolina meanwhile space junk is falling into people's backyards oh, yeah. quite frequently you yes. know <laughs> like uh satellites and you know all kinds yes. of stuff But um, so obviously everyone has been like, what the fuck is going on? It seems like a lot at once. The White House came out today as we're recording this on Tuesday, the 13th. And they were like, there's so far no indication that anything is alien or extraterrestrial. Mm -hmm. We the uh, reports I was listening to today on NPR were talking about how this stuff could even be not necessarily civilian, but. Uh, corporate made craft sure, pri- or privately mm-hmm. owned yeah privately owned stuff or stuff that universities create and send up to st- again to study weather or study something you know what i mean so sure. like the wild thing is after everything we've been through it does sound like these things might just be balloons of some kind <laughs> yeah or or we're on the precipice of world war 3 uh, i think also the a little bit that, and I do think that the spying has Just, been going on for a very long yeah. time, and both all sides everybody, are aware. Everybody, yeah. It's just that this is like becoming more in the public awareness now. And there is, I mean, tensions are a little high right now. Things are rising. It's a, yes. it's a weird time geopolitically. Yes, so. they just. I, I, I would have to add. I would have to add to this though. The the history of reconnaissance and spy photos are not that of balloons, right? They are of they are expensive, high speed, high altitude craft satellites. I mean. Well, satellites. A lot of it's satellites. A lot well, like of the black, stuff is the satellites. The Blackbird was like a stealth, mm-hmm. high-speed, high yeah, high-flying so, uh, spy craft. I mean, in the, unless they're, this one is trying to be like, you know, sneak it under the radar, literally, yeah. like, you know, let's but go that, the other way, you know? I mm-hmm. think I think the reason the February 2nd one blew up, so to speak, uh, no pun intended, is because civilians spotted it. 
and started putting it on the internet. You know what I mean? If no one had seen those, this whole thing might have gone, we might have seen, we might be seeing stories of like, we saw some aircraft, uh, you know, flying out and shooting something out of the sky. What was it? You know what I mean? Because we wouldn't have oh, totally. the video. It could have. It still could have turned into a UFO um, conspiracy theory. You know, we we also have like Marco Rubio saying today. You know, this is why, and he he's one of the guys uh, that has been like working towards getting the Pentagon and everybody taking this stuff seriously to take a look at it, uh, Republican, uh, from, from Florida. And, you know, he was out there this, this week today saying, this is why we want to get funding for this stuff. And he's always kind of also been the one that I've always felt like isn't necessarily pushing the alien narrative. He's pushing the, there's, there's spy craft, there's craft out there that we're not paying attention to that we need to pay attention to right yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. well i hear obviously, that obviously sure. obviously yeah obviously we here at bcc think that the ufo umbrella is big enough for everything obviously and and the reports that have come out of the pentagon recently say a lot of them are explained not all of them can be explained hmm. i don't think the things that we've been seeing this weekend fall into will fall under the can't explain category we just don't right. have an explanation yet and we might not get one that is satisfactory to any of us so everyone no. just needs to like prepare themselves for that i guess mm-hmm. yeah I mean, but it's so interesting how like you know if if, if you're really not following along with uh let's call it the UFO UAP story that's really been developing and unfolding here over the last five years. And you're just kind of like catching up to it now and you're hearing all this. I could see why people are getting excited and sure. and uh, and all drummed up because it must just be like, what? what's going on? And, and meanwhile, like if you are following the story, you're probably not too concerned that these might be uh, what – would fall under the umbrella of of extraterrestrial or ultra dimensional or 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 light vehicles, piloted light vehicles, as I like to call them. Uh, you know, so this is relatively mundane. But yes, to Riley's point, it is a little unnerving and concerning that there is that much stuff uh, floating around up there. I mean, it's the first time an object has been shot down over u.s airspace that's been deemed a threat ever by norad mm. specifically like they were like right. they've never done it before and now we've done it like four times like in the past times, yeah it's week a, and a half so that's what's like got something. a lot of people freaked out yeah. yeah um and you know let's talk about some of the like theories alternate theories or conspiracy theories that are going on one mm. one that i've heard that i think is grounded in reality which could be scary is the idea that um, if these are a foreign uh, government's surveillance, it might be it might be like the Chinese military or the Russian military watching how the U.S., how quickly the U.S. responds to a threat and how quickly they can shoot something down. So they're like sure. sending <clears throat> these basically like decoy balloons over there to be or, you know, or whatever this stuff is to monitor our response time. So that's, that's a creepy one. It's a good um, tactic. It, yeah. You know, you know, uh, obviously we can think of a number, uh, hundreds of other reasons why they're like spying on, you know, looking, trying to figure out where our missiles are located and all that stuff. Um, also today, the freaky thing was 
that may or may not be tied in any of this, probably not, is that uh, the U.S. was ordering, was telling Americans to get the fuck out of Russia <laughs> um, and calling uh, calling for the closure of the U.S. embassy in Russia and Moscow and like get Americans home because they mm-hmm. think there's been an uptick in uh, like the Russian authorities like getting extra scary with people and they're saying it's not safe for Americans to be there right now. But I can see how conspiracy minded people might be like, maybe this stuff was Russian and now we're trying to get people out of Russia. Yeah. Well, you can't discount it entirely that it, that, no. that some of these objects or, or even if it's that tactical ploy that you said, you know, let's see response time. I mean, it, it, we still know very little. All I think all we're, we're saying here on the BCC is we, we know we're pretty sure they're not aliens, but uh, that's about all we can say of this <laughs> yeah, stuff. As, as you firmly know? as we can stand. Yeah. 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 And then uh, there's the the whole train uh, this is the real like far right conspiracy theory stuff that's going on out there that that all of this stuff is like a uh, news to distract you from the fact that there's this train crash in Ohio that mm. is polluting. Uh, I mean, I guess an entire it's- state. There's like toxic uh, pollution floating through Ohio right now. But yeah, the- there's a train bad. crash. Yeah, there was a yes, train wreck. But- it but was the, vinyl vinyl chloride was spilled and then it was burned uh, intentionally um to to deal with it but then that releases chloride into the atmosphere and when that mixes with water it makes hydrochloric acid so it's mm. like acid rain a, is it, coming down on basically, Ohio yeah and what's oh. funny about this conspiracy theory is that it's like it is it is definitely a far right conspiracy theory but they're almost like becoming sort of accidental environmentalists <laughs> yes, and yes. like uh, labor activists because like the train <laughs> the, the rail workers have been telling us for a long time that yeah like regulations are not good working conditions are not good it is dangerous for them and the towns that these trains are passing through and now it's happened you know yeah. so it's like and it also like this is it is definitely like an ecological well disaster. and part so. of the conspiracy theory is that the deep state blew up the train let's just put that right. out there Which that is, it wasn't an accident <laughs> that it was the quote unquote authorities uh shot the train and blew and, and caused all this on purpose and they're arresting journalists for trying to figure out the truth and we're getting fed this balloon this UFO stuff so we won't pay attention to it. Yeah, As if people want to yeah. pay attention to a train crash anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? The whole thing There's, about a train crash is you, you can't look away, right? That's well, like, I guess, that's, but that's it's also cliche. like it's Super Bowl Sunday. People don't want to look at depressing shit. I mean, it's just like I'm I'm being cynical about the way that we we soak in this shit, you know. But, but you're like, saying we didn't need to add UFOs to that. Yes, 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 yes. We're enough. already trying to distract ourselves from the horrible things that are going on. We don't need UFOs to do it. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for helping me save that gotcha. statement. But um, I don't know. And then there's just there's there's a lot. Obviously, the like UFO Reddit and Twitter is like this could be you know these these could be aliens, but we just don't know yet. Uh, it's surprising. I I haven't seen a lot of like roswell level this is we shot down some some real alien stuff yet it Mm. all seems to be uh and i may not be looking in the right places but it all seems to be sort of where we're at which is we don't know what this stuff is but it seems more real world scary like planet earth scary like people on planet earth scary more than it is 
intergalactic. I've been sort scary. of uh, I've been sort of perusing the 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 UFO Twitter stuff and the fringes. It, you do, the fringes of it, and there, there, there are those who are sort of in that uh, the nuts and bolts camp that are kind of like rallying their flags a little bit, uh huh, you know. And it's like, <laughs> so you do see a little division. Whereas I think the cooler heads and the and the more th- thoughtful personalities on the on the UAP phenomenon is ha- are are not all too concerned that uh, that this is another Roswell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but it is right. funny to to watch the little uh, watch this little people get into a fray, you know, over it. I think yeah. the thing that's interesting about the time we live in is what is we're as opposed to Roswell, where you got the news the morning after or the weekend after, and then they changed the narrative, but it's the day after that. We're sort of in real time with all this stuff now. Yeah, and like, right. I think, you know, we we're kind of finding out as our government is finding out. And obviously they're going to find shit out first and they're absolutely going to keep shit from us, whether it's alien or man-made. Right. Um, but I, I, th- I think we're all in this like, what the fuck moment at the same time. And it is confusing and it is weird, but I think part of the reason it happened in this flap, if you want to call it a flap, is because we just turned on the radar to start looking for this stuff. Yeah, on, I think on that's Friday. A, a big part you know of it. Now, yeah. don't you start calling it a flap? Yeah. Well, is it a flap? That's what I want to know. Do you guys think we're in the middle of a flap? No, uh, no. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, but that's a good word. That's a good word for it. I I kind of love how how uh, the this the lingo of of UFO how it has has been turned into UAP, and now the government has to kind of cover come back and media as well and be like, well, these are you know, UFOs because they are literally unidentified flying <laughs> objects, objects which know? are flying and not so identified. I'm kind of like you know, and I although I love this term that ufos are back because i've always been a ufo guy now i'm starting to see why the term uap is a little bit more accurate in describing what we're talking about yeah Uh, unidentified aerial phenomena you know what i mean because the word phenomena is sort of uh houses what i believe is taking place the the stuff that we like to talk about the more supernatural mystical paranormal uh, type of stuff that we cover a lot here on the show. And so, but it is, it is funny watching this word soup get digested by the American public and, and the flaps and the, and the, you know, the UFOs and the UAPs and the downed craft and the no propulsions and the, and the who's and the what's and the where's it's great. Yeah. So the, um, Chinese UFO, uh, from the 12th of February, I got a little more information about that. Do you want to hear about it? All right. Sure. Yeah. This comes from uh, Newsweek. Chinese authorities are reportedly preparing to shoot down an unidentified flying object spotted. (laughs) Here you go, Bryce. Spotted in the skies near the eastern Shandong province. Maritime authorities announced on Sunday that the object was spotted near the city in Rizhou, according to the state-run Global Times newspaper. The newspaper said authorities were preparing to shoot the object down and were urging fishermen in the vicinity to be safe. Um, and I've I've also seen that a lot of people are like, 
this is bullshit. This is them saying, oh, it's not us. We, we've got a UFO now, too. But, you know, again, <laughs> it's also speculation. what you would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either way, it's like, of course, of course. But, but so they have not actually shot it down. That was on saying- Sunday. I do think that they did end up shooting it down. Let me see. Yeah. Um, all this stuff is like, again, happening kind of in real time. And, you know, we're not going to get all the news out of China that we want to get. You know what I no. mean? Um, no. no, definitely not. Yeah, it's still developing. So we'll we'll find out what happened. But, um, but I think we're I think we've we've landed on the same page after this uh, news briefing that we've just worked ourselves through here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of confluence of events. Yeah, mm-hmm. I say, uh, you know, most likely not alien. Have fun speculating. Don't don't believe in any of the hype from any direction of the spectrum. Stay mm-hmm. cool. Take in the information as it comes, and and we'll try to stay on top of this story as it develops. And if we get any more exciting stuff, we'll chime in again like we just did and and weigh in with our two cents. At the end of the day, it's just like everything else on the show. We don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> you said it best. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's been our BCC emergency episode. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be back. I think this is dropping very soon. So we'll be back uh, really quick uh, with a brand new episode. We'll see you. We'll see you then. Until then, good night. And uh, go get regressed. All right, boy. Bigfoot Collectors Club is produced by Riley Bray and Michael McMillan and scored and engineered by Riley Bray. Our theme song, Come Alone, is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Do us a favor and support the show and unlock three bonus episodes every month by becoming a member of our Patreon, BCC The Other Side, which can be found at patreon.com slash bigfootcollectorsclub. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.